1: It is uh, the Eric Zane Show podcast. So glad you are here. And uh, this is how this went down at a Walmart bathroom. I walk in. I see feet in the stall. I'm like, "Uh, that's not the worst. Uh, For me, the worst is when there's no one in there. And then I get up the nerve to go tinkle. In the actual urinal, Tyler says, Granville, Walmart, yes. Uh, And then someone walks in behind me and stands next to me at the urinal because I get shy wiener. But anyway, I digress. Now, again, I see the feet. I go, all right, I'm going to use the stall. I noticed as I'm walking towards the stall, I hear a conversation in there. Dude is loudly talking on the phone while he's going poo-poo. So I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of weird. You don't you don't see that that often or hear that that often. And then, but his conversation is wrapping up, and then it ends, and then he calls someone else. He's started a new phone call and I'm like okay and I figured out just from one side of the conversation uh what he was talking about what all of this was go why it was so important that this guy get on the phone while he's going number two kind of I myself would have waited but uh there is some uh importance to this it is it was that urge and he was so excited. I hear hey. Yeah, it's me. The heart and lungs look great. The heart and lungs look great. And then they said there's a penis. And then, very faintly, through the phone, I hear a pause. I hear silence. I hear nothing. And then I hear,
2: oh, my God.
1: And he goes, yeah, (laughs) it's a boy. It's a boy. Motherfucker just found out that uh, he and his better half are having a baby boy. And he's so excited. He's got to call everybody while he's taking a dump to tell them. So I'm there, and I'm holding my penis, and there's pee leaving it. And I go, congrats! (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, oh, hey, man, thanks! (laughs) It was spectacular. Oh, my God. I immediately thought of all of you. And said, "Well, this is great. You see, this is why. This is why uh, I'm I'm very lucky. Uh, my job, when I'm away from this show, is to just live. Okay, just go out, uh, wander around in the wild if I can, and pay attention to things that might be fun to talk about here. That's it. That that's starting the show with that. That story there pushes." all the nonsense away into a separate pile of shit that I can talk about. But it, when you open the show with that, holy fuck. Now in the outside chance that, uh, whoever that person is somehow hears to the grapevine that your old pal EZ was talking about it in my little corner of the woods. Um, that would be spectacular. So if, anyone listening knows someone who just found out that they're going to be a father of a baby boy. You might want to ask them, Hey, did you by chance go to the Granville, Michigan Walmart and reveal to various people while you were uh, going poo poo in the bathroom that the child. uh," So I'm going to talk about that on the huge show today, which by the way, went down yesterday and, um, What the fuck? So much fun. My God, Brett and I just, oh man, we just had an absolute laugh riot. We played a game called Don't Stump Brett. Now, Brett, Superfly, Hayes, Lurch, known by several names. Uh, Hang on, I gotta drink this coffee. Excuse me. Um... You know you does not really pay attention to a lot of what's going on in the world um not exactly an avid consumer of news and uh and stories and for sure doesn't know shit about sports Tyler says Brett loves you uh when you host because he's allowed to talk on the radio. Oh, I yeah, I need him. I need him to bounce shit off of him. You know? Uh and so the 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 idea is we've got tickets for uh incubus that we're giving away. And uh you gotta call up and ask Brett a trivia question that he it's it's you, you know, you don't win if you stump him. You win if you don't stump them. So that's code of saying, ask the simplest question you can possibly think of. And finally, people figured it out. When, when one guy said, Brad, what color is a green M&M? And he got that right. So the guy won tickets. But uh, it took a little while for people to figure out what was going on for some reason. And some guy calls up and says, who is the greatest running back? In the history of the Detroit Lions. Now, there's statistical evidence that says it's Barry Sanders. But the way he asked it, Brett could literally have said any player that plays running back because it almost sounded like it was just looking for Brett's opinion. And I would have allowed it. But Brett answered with Megatron, who is not a running back. He goes, Megatron. I go, no, that's incorrect. He's a receiver. You have just stumped Brett. You did not want to do that. I'm sorry, but it's time for you to go. It was just an example of some of the fun we had. And Brett just could not believe it. He laughed his ass off. It was awesome. We had a great time. Hang on, coffee. Got to finish this. Um, great fun. Doing it again today. And uh, so I always just enjoy being on the radio. It's just, it's just different. Uh, Tyler says he must hate working for huge. No, I don't think so. Um, He, it's a job though. uh, When I don't know how uh, fun, how much fun he has. He might have fun uh, when he's on with Billy. I know for a fact when he's with me, he's going to have fun. And that's the only way that that works. In my opinion, that's really the only way to do radio is if it's fun. If you're having a good time while you're doing it, stand by. All right. Okay. Uh, I went out into the wild yesterday. And I talked about this yesterday. Um, I had to buy new clothes. And I uh, just, just, I totally redid the wardrobe. Now, like I indicated, I needed uh, larger t-shirts. So, yeah, I dropped serious cash yesterday. And I do not need clothing for another seven or eight years. When you're a schlep like me, this is an absolute splurge. Uh, I hate shopping for clothes. Um, but I am in a real state of flux because uh, all of my clothes none of my clothes fit anymore. So any of the casual clothes that I wear most of the time have to be replaced. And also uh, clothes that I would wear for like um, sporting events, hockey games. I, I'd have a suit and tie on when I do the freaking Griffins uh, games. But, you know, I gotta upgrade. So where do I go? Two places Walmart and Sam's Club. You got the two packs of t shirts, six packs. That's that's it. That's all I need. Costco. The way they do it at Costco is uh, you just got like tables full of clothes and they're constantly recirculating because people go in and just dominate them like vultures. And then it's gone. So they're constantly uh, re-upping their, uh, their, their inventory. And it's, and and I, look, Rich is saying it's worse than I expected. LOL. Uh, he also says you must've dropped a whopping $40 at the local marshals. Well, Actually, the T-shirts were 20, and then at Costco, I got probably seven additional shirts, um, you know, like button down ones for 115 dollars. So uh the roughly 160 that I spent is for me an arm and a leg, and I am ready, okay? I am. I am getting. I have a pile of T-shirts that I am uh, that I am getting rid of. So all of the uh, all the little medium ones that show my titties and my belly, um, gone. And in a way, I'm. There's a lot of pressure, you know, um, to fit into my clothes that I used to fit in, and um, that's why yesterday when I talked about waving the white flag. Uh, now, you know, I can kind of put that aside. still try, I guess. I just, I can't, uh, man. Aram says, I wear medium bragger. Any cool t-shirts? Well, yeah, several. I kind of want to hang on to them though. And in the event that I am able to, uh, lose some of it, maybe, I don't know. It's just so fun to eat. Corey says he has surrendered to the fat. That's a great way of describing it. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, Doctor's appointment coming up in uh, a week and a half. In fact, I got to go get a blood draw before I go on my little trip to my dad's to see my dad up north. Oh, my God. Look, fat, look. That's the uh, Joe Biden quote. Thank you. Okay. If you're watching the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, it's time for me to say goodbye to you. Head on over to Twitch by either downloading the Twitch app like our pal Tim Mayer from Shoreliner Striping just did and uh, search Eric Zane live and you can Get the show in its entirety every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time uh, as you're getting ready for work or whatever. Or on your desktop or laptop, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Give yourself a username. You can contribute on the chat like a lot of these folks do. And we have so much fun doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, off we go. Uh, In addition, listen to the show. If you just want the audio version, this becomes the podcast. Wherever you download shows, just subscribe to one of the platforms and it will show off automatically for you each and every day. You want to say hello? Drop me an email on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. I always love the correspondence because, frankly, sometimes it gets a little old talking to dogs. So thank you so much. Eric at ericsaintshow.com if you want to... Uh, Chit-chat about whatever. Sometimes I get people busting me about, ah, no, I disagree with you on this, and that's fine. Uh, It happens. We're all adults. Okay. So thank you so much, and uh, I think I'm, hmm. Yes, sorry. Not as prepared as I'd like to be today. Thank you very much, though, for checking out the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Facebook. And Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Longtime sponsor. Thank you. Uh, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. So we're off and running on another edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, uh, Radio Voice Linda has turned into show beat news reporter correspondent just by chance, yesterday, she landed in Alabama for a work-related adventure. And just a handful of miles away from the home of Carly Russell, the chick who went missing, turned up 48 hours later at her dad's dad and mom's house, saying, I was abducted by some white guy with orange hair. And, uh, before that there was a baby walking down the interstate and she reported the baby walking. And then all of a sudden she disappeared. It was all very strange. And early on, uh, in fact, Linda was the one who tip me off on the story. I hadn't even really seen it. She goes, have you been following this story? Something seems fishy about it. And then once you, once you break down what is happening, it became very clear that, you know, Something's going on. And it was the lack of police response to the supposed abduction. Cops hadn't said anything about being on the lookout for this person. Uh, So people started to like, "Mm, I don't know. It doesn't seem like this is uh, legit. And then the mom and dad spoke on the Today Show. And everybody everybody was more convinced that this was not legit. Uh, There is news. But Linda is in Alabama, and her goal was to uh, go over to the house, actually stalk them out and drive by the house. Described as senior big fraud investigative correspondent, Linda, live from portions of Alabama. When the police did their press conference, the cops were like, yeah, we, after looking at the facts of this and analyzing her statement to us, we've decided that, there is no threat to the public they came out and said she's lying without saying that she's lying all right Linda I'm going to call you in a second but this is the video that Linda shot driving by Carly Russell's house
2: all right we're getting close Oh, my God. There's a news camera. There's a news camera. you arrived. Destination
1: is... Okay, did you see that news camera right there?
2: All right, we're getting close. Let's see it. Oh, my God. There's a news camera. There's a news camera. you arrived. Destination...
1: Look at this guy. <laughs> um, He's, like, getting... On your left. Getting B-roll footage. Okay.
2: This is the house with the welcome sign.
1: That's Carly Russell's house.
2: Driveway. I do not see them.
1: Nice house. Nice houses in there. It's A wonderful neighborhood. Uh, we can bring in a, a senior Carly Russell news correspondent and, well, just kind of a news junkie to begin with. Uh, our very own Linda. In Alabama. Let's check in with her as this all is unfolding oh my gosh I just can't believe it hey god I'll be right with you uh good morning Linda how are you
2: I'm wonderful how are you
1: oh never better never better thank you for joining us can you please describe what's happening there in Alabama as there is an update to the story and that is that Carly Russell has said she made the whole thing up
2: yeah um not surprisingly cause we all knew that that she's a lying bitch um <laughs> So I landed at literally like 2.55. I ran to get the rental car and I drove to the parents' house. It's not even 30 minutes from the airport. Yeah. So I, I was really nervous. Like I didn't know if there was going to be people around or whatever. And I just think if I'm nervous driving by her house... Was she nervous plotting this whole abduction thing? Like, was her heart beating as hard as mine as she was driving that six hundred yards looking for the missing toddler down four fifty nine? I don't. It, yeah, I don't see yeah. how she could have pulled it off. It's it, astounding.
1: Yeah, it is astounding, and to think that, um, you know, all of uh, all of the different steps where she had opportunities to pull the ripcord and and it. it, it You would think that alarms would be going off in her brain saying, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we should, maybe we should change the game plan. But she really, really dug in her heels for extended time, you know?
2: Right. All those people out there looking for her. And the one woman whose daughter was abducted and murdered was kind of leading the charge because now she has a foundation and she helps other families look for missing children. Wow. Like, what kind of monster do you have to be to open that wound for her again? It's
1: Yeah. I, I, did, don't, I, yeah, I didn't even hear that element of the story. I didn't know that a person who lost a loved one in a similar scenario that actually did happen was... Was uh, was involved in this, Jesus?
2: Yeah, it happened around here, and the foundation she founded was Anaya's heart. And they get involved in missing persons cases, and so this bitch is sitting at a Red Roof Inn, watching the news, and this woman is, you know, making impassioned pleas for volunteers and searchers, and she's sitting there eating cheese its in her stolen robe. Oh like, my God! How do you do that?
1: Yeah, um, I, uh, I, I, I. I also need to know um what was what are we what what was the end game and why did this all happen in the first place is anybody closer to uh uh that your neck of the woods where you are right now um bringing that up
2: No, I haven't talked to many locals yet. Um I will when I get to the office, but um my theory is like the boyfriend supposedly cheated on her. And I just think she was trying to get his attention, like put him into hero mode out searching for her and saving the damsel in distress.
1: Oh God. What a, what a complete uh, defective brain idiot that is.
2: Yep. Put her family, put her family, her friends, you know, the country, the searchers through that poor woman, who lost her own daughter.
1: Right, right.
2: To, to get some dude's attention.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 mind-boggling. Holy cow. Jesus. And
2: she... I'll just say, she had to have been dropped off at that neighborhood because there's literally... There's nothing around there but other neighborhoods. Right. And it's... It's yeah. very hilly. It's... There's no wood... I mean, there's woods along the expressway, but there's no woods like butting up to her neighborhood right
1: so uh, yeah i'm guessing she had some assistance in this nonsense
2: her statement says she did not she acted alone she says her family wasn't involved well that doesn't really rule out your
1: stupid friend, right right so and, and, and it was crazy because when i was talking to you and, I, and i'll leave, I, I i know you got to go but uh um when i um was talking to you the the news was starting to break there, but it hadn't yet reached the rest of the world, really. You know, because I, after, when you told me, I, like, searched it out, and the news, it was that weird spot several minutes would pass before it actually started to hit, but it hit there first, and then you told me. And then, so I found out, and the rest of the world found out.
2: Right, because I drove back. I drove right from the neighborhood to my hotel, checked in, turned on the news immediately, and they were just wrapping up that press conference where they wrote her statement.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
2: I, I like to say I broke the news in Michigan. So that's what yes. a roving reporter is for. Well I done. I did my investigative work. I turned on the TV.
1: Well done. I appreciate you. And uh, okay, get back safely. Please don't get abducted by the by the <laughs> guy with orange hair. I'll try not to stop Freddie Toddlers on the expressway. Uh, Rick from TC Paintball is being mean to you.
2: I didn't know I was saying literally that much, but what else? Okay, Rick.
1: Oh, yeah. He, I'll, yeah. I'll
2: critique your next appearance oh, on yeah. the, um, oh, yeah. uh,
1: the podcast. Yeah, no no kidding. No kidding. Uh, what uh, it's a Throwing from a glass house right there. Holy shit. All right. You're the best. Thank you.
2: All right. See, See you. Bye.
1: Bye. Rick, that's the big takeaway. We've got a roving reporter and and all you can do is make fun of her saying, literally, whatever people do. People do overuse that, but I didn't. I didn't catch it there. But if you say so, I don't know. Whatever. Um, but my God, uh, she makes a good point, and I because I wasn't aware of of the poor lady who was leading the charge to try to find Carly Russell in this fucking idiot. Is, uh, is, is just sitting around in a robe eating for God's sake. Jesus. Uh, this is part of the press conference from yesterday when the top cop, uh, was speaking
3: the statement in its entirety, which I will do now. Oops. Sorry. My client has given me permission to make the following statement on her behalf. There was no kidnapping on Thursday, July 13, 2023. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. My client did not leave the Hoover area when she was identified as a missing person. My client did not have any help in this incident, but this was a single act done by herself. My client was not with anyone or any hotel with anyone during the time she was missing. My client apologizes for her actions to this community, the volunteers who were searching for her, to the Hoover Police Department and other agencies as well, as to her friends and family. We ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues.
1: No. Yeah. Okay. No. this is the statement the lawyer made speaking on behalf of her, obviously. You can't throw in Carly asked for her to pray for her. You can't do that. No, they're, they're going to damn you. And attempts to move forward, understanding that she made
3: a mistake in this matter. Carly, again, ask for your forgiveness and
1: prayers. No, fuck that. Throw the book at that, this crazy bitch. She's hoping to, uh, okay. She realized, um, that she fucked up and now she's in trouble and she's got to stop the bleeding. Uh, Corey says she needs to be charged. We wasted tax dollars on this bitch. Well, I mean, not, you know, yes, that's true, but She shouldn't be charged because of wasting tax dollars. Uh, Ultimately, it's you broke the fucking law. That's why we have laws. They're not there so that you can break them and say, oopsie, I'm sorry. Please pray for me. You know, fuck you. Kenny adds she literally lied. Now they need to literally charge her. Literally. Corey adds no forgiveness. Jail time. Yeah, I agree with that. Um and you know, just because of putting all those people through it like Lady who uh was uh a working hard to to find Carly who lost a child from the same way. I mean, what a what a horrible thing. So now it's all rolling downhill for this stupid bitch. She lost her job and now uh she's hopefully going to be charged now, Amanda, as we all know, hot and cold. I'm hot and cold with Amanda. Yesterday, I was team Amanda. Um, now, she has been uh, very supportive of Carly Russell. Uh, last week on the show, on the uh, Patreon especially, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, she was uh, team Carly Russell. And, um, she loves her. And at that point she had made the statement to police and we all sensed that she was lying. And Amanda said, well, whatever, no big deal. And, uh, so that's where she was. And now she's saying, yeah, let's waste even more tax dollars, putting her in jail. So now that's a ridiculous, annoying, and stupid statement, um, which surprises nobody. Of course, you are suggesting that they not do anything to anyone like this who does something like this. Why, why do we even have laws then, Amanda, you stupid idiot? God damn You're 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 dying on the wrong hill here. Uh in addition, setting that standard, you know, and the next person who says, Oh my god, I got abducted, everybody's gonna be like, Yeah, right. Kenny says to Timing. Okay then, make her pay all the costs back then. Corey says to Amanda, fuck no, she needs to be punished. Amanda's like, no, let's just move on. Let's let's just move on. Uh, People should not be allowed to get away with something like this. Ryan says this country doesn't have laws, it has prosecutors. Uh, more on this uh, from NBC News when this all started to uh, break yesterday uh, this is how uh, they reported Carly Russell and her fucking crazy bullshit
4: breaking news we told you about uh, just a couple of minutes ago that missing Alabama woman who came back home Carly Russell turns out her lawyer says she was never kidnapped And she never saw any toddler on the side of the highway. Blaine Alexander joins us now. And Blaine, this puts to rest, I think, a mystery that we've been talking about for something like a week. After the alleged kidnapping of Carly Russell, she was missing for about 48 hours. Said she saw a toddler on the highway, um, told police she'd been abducted. Turns out it was all made up. Is that what happened? That sounds like that's exactly what happened, Hallie. This really is a stunning ending to a case that in so many ways is captured.
1: Oh, my God, I love her hair.
4: Activated this country. So, not too long ago, police there in uh, Hoover, Alabama gave an update. They read a statement from an attorney on behalf of Carly Russell and essentially said, point blank, there was no kidnapping. I want to read you a couple of the top
1: ah, no problem.
4: lines from this. There was no kidnapping. She says she never saw a baby on the side of the road. She didn't leave the Hoover area. She says she didn't.
1: Here she is in this picture. This is what I look would look like when I'd wear those size medium t-shirts with my belly, my fat gut sticking out.
4: Not have any help in this incident. I think that's something that's important to point out, uh, that this was a single act done alone by herself. Uh, she says in the statement that my client was not at a hotel with anyone from the time she was missing, uh, that Carly apologizes to everyone in the community who searched for her, and then kind of ending by asking for prayers. We ask for your prayers as Carly addresses these issues, her issues, and attempts to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake in all
1: of yeah, this. Yeah, move forward like Amanda. Yeah, it, it, look. I know you. I know you. You uh, brought out this huge search, and everybody's looking for you and resources and false police reports. But let's just move on. No foul. So, Hallie,
4: you know, we kind of saw that this could be coming when the police put out their press conference last week, pointing out inconsistency after inconsistency in her story and a number of things that pointed to no kidnapping. But today she's speaking out through an attorney. Now, there are still a number of questions. A chief among them, where was she during this 49 hour period during which she was missing?
1: I don't even care about that. I just want to know if they're going to charge her. We
4: know that that's something that police say they're going to be
1: looking into as well.
4: Could criminal charges be coming? Was there any allusion to that?
1: That's a possibility. I think you mean Eluding.
4: You know, police said that everything's on the table. They were asked whether the parents were being investigated. And you'll remember that her parents uh, really gave a, a strong, uh, compelling interview to our Priscilla Thompson, in which they said after she returned home yeah. that they fully believed that she was fighting for her life. So uh, but police say that despite that statement, they're still going to be looking into every possibility uh, and that nothing's
1: off the table. Hallie. There you go. Uh, now, let's hope. Let's hope that they charge this crazy chick. Okay, I am am hoping for the the harshest of charges, no plea agreement allowed, and uh, I want to be a fly on the wall at the home, you know, with mom and dad. Were mom and dad aware that nothing happened, and were they covering for her? Were they accessories to this crime? Or... Were, were they actually duped by the chick? You know? Um, and if they were duped by the chick, I would be so fucking pissed off. You know, I've been duped by my kids before. Well, you know, it comes to mind easy having to uh, buy supplies for the solar system project for my son. Uh, numerous, numerous issues. So many that nowadays I don't even ask questions. Um, Kenny writes breaking news. It turns out she was just a lying, crazy bitch. Amanda says, I think that she's going to have to go to jail To avoid all the people that want to kick her ass. Tyler says, I think it's safe to stop saying alleged and call it fake. Corey adds, Amanda, uh, street justice or legal justice, she needs to face one of them. Uh, No, Amanda, she's going to have to go to jail because she made everything up. Uh, young Adam Schwab adds, and the reporter states she is ruined for legitimate ki- uh, for legitimate kidnappings for black women. And that's that's the thing that we haven't really discussed here. You know, uh, we have yet another example of an African American soul making up a story that did not happen. The other two, the uh, were famous: Jesse Smollett and. Uh, uh, Bubba race car, whatever the fuck his name is, and the stupid fake news. That was my favorite headline, fake news. Uh, I've seen harder-hitting reports from senior big fraud correspondent Linda referring to that news story that really just said everything we already knew. Amanda adds, I'm not saying that she shouldn't be charged. No, you did. You actually said, let's just not spend tax dollars and move on. What the fuck? This is a Rick James moment. Quote, I'm not saying that she shouldn't be charged. You absolutely said that, you dumb twat. Now she adds, boy, Amanda, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? She should be charged. And she should be held accountable for the money that she wasted. Give her a fine and let's go solve all the murders now. Yeah, first of all, I always hate that argument. Come on, we got bigger things to worry about. Look, the cops, the prosecutors, they don't plan for these things. These things happen because stupid people do stupid shit and break the law. When that happens, they can't go, uh, all right, we might worry about this, but we've got some other crimes to worry about, so never mind. That's not how it goes. They were put into this position by this dumb whore. And you can't, in one breath, say, let's move on, don't spend taxpayer dollars, uh, I'm not saying she shouldn't be charged. What you, I, Did you wake up today and say, hey, I'm Amanda. I want to be retarded. Kenny writes, Amanda just did a 180, LOL. Absolutely, she just did a 180. And now she's arguing with Kenny. It's not a 180. I don't think we should be looking into this anymore. Fine, her and move on. Yeah, that's not the way the law works, dumbass. You can't just go, hey, you're fined. people break the law, you investigate, you look into it and you people get punished. That's why they're laws. And then when it's made very clear that you should not do that and you are made an example of other stupid people like you will have a, uh, what do you call it? A a reason to not do this motivated to behave. My God. Um, Tyler says, isn't she in nursing school? There's no chance she gets a job as a nurse. No hospital will hire someone with a major character flaw like that. Absolutely. Amanda says, I said, no jail. You said, move on. Quote, I'm team. Let's move on. Quote, yeah, let's waste even more tax dollars putting her in jail. Look, dude. At the end of the day, we all know you secretly want a 69 Carly Russell. That's what this is all about. And that's okay. If you like munching uh, a fat box, good for you. Uh Corey says she had a white claw, so no laws. Oh my God. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Ain't no laws
2: when you're drinking claws.
1: Maybe she was drinking claws. All right. So for now, that closes the book on Carly Russell. My God, I like how those cops just kind of waited. They said, all right, these are the facts. And they just presented to the world how, um, you know, it didn't add up and then let that sink in with her over time. And then the, the idiot percolated and somehow managed to do the right thing and admit that it was all a lie. Uh, I would like to think that, um, you know, sound judgment won out. Now, if all the things were the same and Amanda had pulled this off, Amanda had made up a story that she was abducted. Like, for example, if today Amanda says she, she like same scenario. Uh, no one is going to believe her. Because Amanda thinks that Carly Russell, uh, we should all just move on. So if you break the law, just move on. It's okay. So Amanda, she's going to be driving down the street today. And uh, she's going to be doing uh 60 and a 40. And the cop's going to pull over. Uh, ma'am, license, uh, registration, proof of insurance. What? Hey, no, we're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, no tax dollars spent here. Uh, we're moving on. Yeah, I'm team move on. So uh, no, I don't have to do that. I'm team move on. Uh Yeah you know there's there's a murder you can go solve somewhere i've i've decided that uh we're we're just moving on so you go on out and uh solve a murder and uh i'll i'm just going to leave because you know it's the uh it's the amanda show that doesn't work that way ding dong jesus soccer player Mbappe, wasn't it a song by Hanson? French soccer star, Kylian Mbappe. He's 24 years old. He plays for, I don't know, some other team. League One Club Paris Saint, I think I say Saint Germain or Saint Germain. I don't know how to if what my if if I what how it sounds if I say it. Anyway, he plays for a French team in some great league, and he's like uh, expected to be named the greatest soccer player in the world. I think Messi might be the greatest soccer player in the world title right now. Uh, others have been like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, maybe Neymar. Remember Neymar? Well, this dude, this twenty-four-year-old, is the heir apparent. And so there's a team that's owned by a bunch of rich dudes in Saudi Arabia. And they want him to play for their team. So the way this works, as I understand it, because my knowledge of this is limited, is the team wants to have a, you know, a winning team. And the Saudis had to approach the club that this guy is on and say, hey, we want him we're going to give you a whole bunch of money can we have him but I think it's like just on loan okay I I'm get this is where I get in the weeds on this but it doesn't matter all that matters is the dollar amount the Saudis want to give Paris Saint Germain or PSG 332 million dollars for so that he can play for their team. And then, um, if that wasn't crazy enough, they want to pay Kylian Mbappe $776 million to play for the Saudi Arabian team, Al-Hilal, for one year. How long is the al Hilal soccer season season covers um, a long time. Actually, like the 2022 2023 season for Al Hilal went like 11 months. One, in that time, they played four games as what's called friendlies. And I, I forget what that even fucking means. They played in uh, one tournament game and then two more tournament games. Three, four, five, six, seven games. Uh, in that season? Holy shit. No, that can't be right. 30 games. 30 games? Yeah, that looks about right. 30 games in a season. Holy shit. Uh, so that much money for 30 games. It's time to do some Eric Zancho podcast math. $776 million. This is going to make you sick. $776 million divided by 30. So for each game, he gets $25,866,666.70. This Mbappe dude. My God. If you broke down that money, these 776 million dollars uh for one year that works out to $25 per second every second of one year 25 bucks per second so for one second he doubles what i make per hour uh voice tracking for big 101.3 Holy shit. And then you add onto that the 332 million dollar transfer fee to PSG. The Saudis, Al Hilal are paying one more than 1.1 billion dollars for one year. Uh, as front office sports also details this would allow the star to leave for Real Madrid next summer if he opted to also reported that al hilal is amendable to a longer deal if mbappe went were to prefer that can you believe this shit the dollar amounts the offer set the internet into a frenzy and had fans of literally all sports including the nfl nba and others basically losing it over the news um this site points out bros about to out earn nearly every nba player ever in one year <laughs> 24 years old. This person writes, I'm putting my kids in soccer. That's it. Oh, my God. So I think there's another massive lottery drawing happening right now. Another like the mega millions is today and it's a staggering amount of money. And uh, I mean, I can't imagine being 24 years old and you have to contemplate. The fact that you're about to earn $776 million. He was already in a fantastic contract making tens of, uh, if not hundreds of millions of dollars already in his current deal. And I just, I don't, I don't get how um, a person can remain motivated to doing what they love to doing what the, I mean to to playing soccer. I guess that's it because they just love playing soccer. That's that's what's fun for them. Um but I mean I love podcasting but if I suddenly got super famous in podcasting and made 775 million dollars I would not be as motivated to podcast. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I would. Who knows? It's just, it's such a staggering amount of money. Holy fuck. Oh, man. Uh, Amanda continues to dig her heels in and die on Mount Stupid. Ryan says the police detectives will say, it's okay. We're moving on. Amanda adds law enforcement doesn't do shit. Uh-huh. Kenny says, Amanda wants to act like she's the only parent owed child support again. Uh Oh, now I think, I think this just took a turn. Oh, I get it. Eric, you don't want to get me started on laws. So that's, that's where this is coming from. The, the law is not being enforced concerning, um, uh, her being treated poorly for uh, failed child support payments. I don't know if you go after the cops for that. No, Kenny, I'd just love to see my sperm donor go to jail, but no, they, they got to go to work on other stuff like Carly shit. Yeah, I think you're oversimplifying your concerns. Yeah, I tell you what, my sperm donor would be busted if it wasn't for Carly Russell. I think this boils down to, though not a good thing that happened to you, as much as you'd like to think it, all these things don't center around you. You know, bad shit happens to people all the fucking time. Okay, so obviously this is still stuck in your craw that the guy who was supposed to uh, support the kid is, uh, is is fucking up, but I don't know if uh, if you can, apples to oranges here. Oh, and then she gives me the moving on, idiot, you brought it up. Jesus Christ. You, again, you can't just dictate what happens in the world. Yeah, no charges moving on here. Uh, you shut up. You move on. Don't talk about what I'm talking about now. Yeah, it's a sliding scale of shit. You know what I think? I think I'll make your job easier for you. I think... Boom! Yeah, go eat 10 minutes, you dumb fuck. Ugh, eat 10 minutes oh my god just cram that 10 minutes right down your throat holy shit how does that taste chew on 10 everybody is overjoyed that i just stuffed a delicious 10 minute sandwich down your throat eat it eat 10 she's really not mad about any of this she woke up today and said Carly Russell cannot have all of the attention I too am an attention seeking jackass So I must get attention today. So I will act like a total fuck stick and make it about me. That is what happened there. Right now, she's very happy that that happened to her. She might even be masturbating. Uh, The open and live stream of the show brought to you by Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Throat Stab Dale, Throat Slash Dale, 231-740-4098. He was actually known as Throat Stab Dale for a period of time, but Throat Slash Dale sounds better. Uh, Dale will do an amazing job uh, cleaning up your home. And uh, Making Things Fick and Span, Superior Cleaning and Power Washing, 231-740-4098. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, if you are in business, a small or medium-sized business, or you work for someone who does or is or maybe someone you know or love, uh, mention to them that if they ever have any technical questions about their uh, tech, their setup, to consider Blue Frost IT for their expert opinion on everything, whether it's an upgrade which results in a 30-minute complimentary consultation or perhaps um, being the managed IT service provider, reach out to Blue Frost IT at 616 28550 Thank you to them. All right. Corey says throat stab sounds like a porno term for deep throating. Uh, Dale will join us uh, today at about 1030 when we play smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Let us go around the radio. Oh, my gosh. Every so often, I actually turn to my uh, left and I actually have a real uh, terrestrial radio that I see what's happening in morning drive all around the dial, which usually is not much. Sounds like something punk rock on public radio. But I like it
4: is visits to homes and businesses amid increasing. At some point,
0: every one of us will die, and every no, person who God. has ever lived dies in one of two ways, according to the Bible. We looked last time at John and chapter eight in verse twenty-four, oh, where Jesus, who's this Mickey them, Ward, said to people, "Unless you believe that I am He, unless you believe that I am." I love Christ,
1: the accent, though. Oh yeah, Kristen, you know this is Christian.
2: He broke my chains and now I'm dead.
1: He broke my chains and now I'm dead.
2: For all
1: I don't think that's the word. I will raise my voice. I've got Jesus. Kyle Ryan loves this. So i like my-
3: There was a Pride Month last year that they were highlighting Pride. We talk about Planned Parenthood. Pro-abortion. I mean, Fox News. Franklin Graham was not approved. Wait a minute. Fox won't match Franklin Graham, but they'll match the Satanic Temple. (laughs) That's right. Fox
5: helps its employees donate
3: money to the Satanic Temple (laughs) and matches those funds. He (laughs) says since the story broke, Fox has suddenly added Franklin Graham to its approved charities.
2: And several were injured. Most doctors in Israel
4: also... Ryan says, did, did I just hear an F-bob on the radio? I thought I heard that too. Board.
2: To learn more about adopting a teen, visit adoptuskids.org. Oh
1: yeah, whatever. to you by the U.S. Department. Can you imagine adopting a 17-year-old? Country. 94.5 it's it's different here. Uh, <laughs> Real featuring ninety
5: level music. Ninety five seven. We are Big Joe and Laura kicking off your first ten in a row for the workday.
4: Yeah, and if you like non-stop music, we do go commercial free for uh-huh. 95 minutes
1: at Unplug three. Your so nose. I'm just saying,
4: you want to do some bobs this afternoon while you wrap up your day run your errands or even just hang out by the pool join us it's all thanks to the our friends at the john ball zoo right now we're getting back into it it's the weekend blinding lights here on mix
1: Corey uh, writes her voice what the fuck yeah i know it i i, I picked up on that the mo- moment i first heard it. i was like what's happened here what is going on there
5: maybe uh, you know, because that's awful. 21
1: when it came out to start that joint. Absolutely. Sports Radio. LAV 97. LAV.
5: It's the jackpot. $200 tomorrow. Ah, yes. When we play.
1: $1,000 $1, minute of mayhem
5: later on this hour when 1000 $1,000. From the bank of Free Bear and Hot Wings, if you can answer 10 questions yep. in 60 seconds.
1: Very fun. Very fun.
5: Think of the worst landlord you ever had. And I'm going to tell you one that is worse. Okay. Any, any of you had a really terrible one?
4: Oh, yeah. I told you I, I, I don't know. one landlord no. who didn't I don't understand mm-hmm. boundaries and would like, I lived in a duplex and he would go, oh, boy. Here and we my other the Other side of the duplex, where mm-hmm. one of We're the We're is going to talk. Live, Everybody
1: gets a microphone.
4: regularly take like snacks out of the
1: fridge and like open
4: the door, and it was like, bro,
1: crunch, you you crack. You could just
4: us before you do that.
1: Crunch, crack. That is very strange. That's so super
4: weird. Super weird. Super weird. But never like an angry lamp. There was above average temperatures and dangerous heat indexes. In- mm-hmm.
1: But I think, um, Ryan says why right, does she get so much mic okay. time I, I don't know uh, So a
5: guy in California posted on Reddit recently asking
1: for Oh advice. he's reading from Reddit Again you think I'm making that up That all he does is read from Reddit It's true all he does is read from fucking Reddit
5: For a couple of months Alright Um, He was going to continue his one year lease and Severe storms
4: Six minutes past the hour now On Tuesday morning let's take a look at the news And see what's happening around the world and the country Shall we
1: Okay. Oh, 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 oh my god!
5: Uh, uh, game. Yeah, I ground my feet in my feet. I didn't ground his fucking feet in his count. Oh yeah, I ground his feet in yeah. my motherfucking we'll count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm MJ from Hudsonville. Oh,
1: I- 99.
5: I don't want you to worry
1: for me because oh, I'm all right. I don't want you to tell me it's time to come home. ba
2: in the city of Aden if they need it. And
0: this...
1: ...able to go cook your own food if you want. Do you have a
0: girlfriend
1: or a wife, guys?
0: Agree, Ariel. They said, according to this, women... ...station
2: now.
5: 616-774-2424 it's 616-774-2424 it's 616-774-24. it's Shout Out It's show. West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley on Wood Radio. Oh, this guy is oh, so good morning, bad folks. Wow. It is like drinking from, from a, a fire hose. Hose. Another one of those days and we are not Every day starts a show, Oh my god,
1: I'm drinking from a fire hose.
5: For Tuesday developments of AI we will talk about those the latest and I find it interesting. The federal government a digital ID. They've just announced the guy's behind. Corey me. says he can
1: actually hear the fat.
5: As a way to ID you.
1: When you have that voice, voice that, it, that is a key indicator that you're fat. I a book I read once. He thinks he's Rush Limbaugh, this fat fuck. Weather and traffic. All right, fuck Uh, around the dial, around the radio, another Rip roaring edition. Uh, Ryan says that he can hear the rush impression. You know he's influenced by him. There, uh, I, I tell you, uh I I I on uh, the EIP network, the golden microphone. Fuck. Uh Corey says the fat puts weights on puts weight on the vocal cords. That's absolutely true. All right. Where are we? Um, I think Amanda left. What is her username? Does it just say Amanda? Yeah, I, I think she got butt hurt and left. What a what a pain in the ass. My God. Jesus. Ryan says, what a shame, Easy. you could be producing that wonderful show. Hey, you want to produce Justin Barclay? No, 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 thanks. I actually said, I go, it's $100 an hour. That's how much I will charge you. And for every time you uh, counter, it goes up 10 bucks. No, thanks. So some dumbass in Canada a golfer was cheating. He tried to cheat. Uh, there is a actual Canadian pro golf league, the PGA Canada tour, Justin Doden. And this guy, like he he did terrible on one hole. And, uh, you know, he was, it was a, it was, it was one where he's like, he hits it and then it goes in the water. So he's got to drop it and like do it again. And that, that's like a two-stroke penalty. And then he hits it over the green and then he's just going back. It's like us golfing. He Occasionally, you'll see a golfer do that where they just turn to shit. They'll be going great. And then they fuck it all up. And then, you know, the next thing you know, uh, they're completely ruined. Well, on one hole... This guy had like the highest amount you can get, you know, where, you know, it gets so bad where you just pick it up and give yourself like the highest score possible. But then he wrote down that he got like a hole in one or some shit. This happened in Ottawa at the Ottawa open quote. I am here to confess the biggest mistake I have made in my life to date. Doden wrote in a Twitter post Monday, I cheated in golf. Now let's stop right there. If Amanda weren't banned for 10 minutes or, uh, sucking her thumb in the corner, like she is now for stupidity, she would say, Oh, let it go. Just let it go. I mean, it's fine. No big deal. Uh, Justin says, I cheated in golf. This is not who I am. Well, no, it is. It absolutely is. If he just said, I am here to confess that I cheated in golf, and then that's it. um, I think that you're better off. We, We have to get away from the apologies and the nonsense. Just admit it and throw yourself on the mercy of the court. You can't follow up with this is not who I am when in fact it actually is. That is who you are. You're a cheater. Now in golf, this is like one of the worst things you can possibly do. You're supposed to uh, police yourself. Even if no one's looking, you got to really police yourself. Uh, You can't, you just got to follow the rules. If you fuck up, you got to turn yourself in. And um, the ramifications, I mean... In golf, if you are like on the golf course and there's a baby there and you break the club in half and take the sharp end of the club, the shaft, and uh, skewer the baby and then cook it on a fire and then eat it, uh, there's less punishment for you than if you cheat. Uh, This is not who I am. I let my sponsors down. I let my competitors down. I let my family down. And I let myself down. I pray for your forgiveness. Now, um, to me, that's all disgusting. It should say, I'm here to confess that I made the biggest mistake in my life. I cheated in golf. I really wanted to make the cut. And because I sucked cock on that one hole, uh, I could not go down like that. And I had to cheat. If I didn't cheat, I would not have made the cut. That's why I did it. And if given the opportunity, I will do that again. Um, that is all. Don't Don't apologize and then beg. Just say, this is what I did. We got to get past this childish thing where the world says, say, you're sorry. You got to say sorry, and that'll make it better. What the fuck does that do? It doesn't do shit. Just because you say sorry, only people who say sorry are the ones who get busted. And then some other childish asshole says, you got to say sorry. If you don't say sorry, we can't fix this. Because we're all fucking children here. Look at Carly Russell. She said sorry. 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 She said sorry and we forgave her. You got to say sorry. Because we're all fucking kids. No. And then when the guy says I cheated in golf. To me the punishment should be more. If you say sorry. Okay, uh, whoever runs the uh, Ottawa golf, whatever thing, they should say, all right, um, since you did not apologize, your punishment will only be this. But since you apologized, you will get a uh, more elaborate punishment. You will be banned forever because you apologize. But since you did not apologize, we are only going to kick your ass on the fairway of the fourth hole. You have to get a thorough... You ever see that movie, Colors? With uh, fucking Robert Duvall and uh, Emilio Estevez. Hey, Pac-Man! Get off the porch, Holmes. When all the gang dudes have their top in L.A., the Crips have the top button of their button-down shirt button, but nothing else, flannel. And they get off the porch, Holmes, whenever the kid wants to join the gang. And then they beat the fuck out of them, like ten dudes in the gang. For the like the initiation, that's what they have to do to Justin DoDen. Beat the shit out of him on the fairway. That's the only way you turn this around. Maureen says, "No one's sorry. They're not sorry for doing it. They're sorry they got caught." Tyler says, "Anyone else reminiscing on all the times Eric has had to say sorry on the radio?" Exactly. That's how it was. You got to go say sorry or you're fired. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Well, I guess I'll go say sorry. That'll make it all better. And it didn't. I ended up getting fired anyway. Why did you make me say sorry? Uh, If I could do it over again, I would say no. I'm not sorry. I was doing my job. Fuck off. Bob says no, he has to say sorry because he's a Canadian. Chris says he just wanted to win. Let it go, move on. Um, all right. PGA Tour Canada was already investigating the incident as of Saturday prior to Doden's confession. It was the par 5 18th hole. During the second round at the Eagle Creek Golf Club on Friday, after hitting the second shot into the water, he took a penalty stroke and dropped for his fourth shot. He ultimately failed to make par, ending the hole with seven strokes and a double bogey. However, when the score was posted later in the afternoon, it showed that he scored a five on the 18th. Quote, at scoring, the player who kept Doden's card... Confirmed his scores and signed it. Doden then asked for the card saying he wanted to double check some things. So the other guy, you know, said, all right, this is the card. And then, then Doden said, Hey, let me have a look at that. And that's what he changed it, I guess. I mean, you would think that, uh, I mean, if it's like a pencil, I don't know. Is that how they do it in pencil? You have to actually have to take the card and, and write the score down. Why Why do they even do that? Why is that how golf is run? That's as archaic as uh, Augusta's policy on women and black people. You got to carry a dumb fucking card and with your stupid pencil and, and write down the score and then sign it at the end. That's all bullshit anyway. I would think that in a day and an age When by just snapping my fingers, I can make a robot that has my voice. Uh, We can, uh, and we have instant replay on balls and strikes that, uh, you know, we can uh, maybe do this electronically. Take away the opportunity to score. I mean, can you imagine if in football, like you had to write down that you scored points? And, like, there wasn't, like, a uh, a scoreboard on the field. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in the world. By the way, I'll probably talk about this again on the HUGE show. I just realized this is a sport-related story, so I can probably replicate it. It'll be more funny here, though, because it's all, you know, top of mind. I've already—the the first telling of the jokes. I'll have to retell them on the HUGE show. Spoiler alert. His playing partners saw his final score. They immediately brought the air to the attention of the tournament officials. When they looked at Dodan's scorecard, they found that the seven from the 18th hole had been erased and replaced with a five. You know, it's never perfect when you erase it, though. You can always see that something was going on underneath it. You know, paper's a little worn. Maybe see the indentation of the seven. I mean, that reminds me when you're a kid and you're trying to change your grades you actually get like a e or an f and you, you try to change it to a b my god yeah i did that one algebra you got a b god damn it i we got notes every week from the teacher you must have really turned it around late oh yeah it was fucking great it was so easy um uh, to, do, to, to cheat on shit like that when we were in school, you know, you get your report card and your mom and dad, they send it home with you. And then mom and dad look at it and then they have to sign it. And it took me like one second to go, well, I'm just not going to sign it. Or I'm not going to have my mom sign it. I'm going to sign it. And then just hope that she forgets that there was a marking period. And she did. All she was doing at that point in time, God rest her soul, was pining over my dad. You know, I went a whole school year and she didn't even look at one report card. Just sign her name, take it back to Mr. Stockdill, and go, here you go. Here's, Here's my report card. Uh, Mom saw it. Yep. She saw that I flunked everything. She signed it. Oh boy. Am I in trouble? Mom's sitting there in a the living room, drinking wine, smoking merit cigarettes and drinking some fucking Reuniti wine. Listening to Neil Diamond. September morning. All bummed out that my dad's out laying pipe all across Michigan. Holy shit, you're there right now. Uh, the officials continue their investigation. Doden withdrew from the tournament. Not so coincidentally, if Doden's wrong score would have stood, he would not have, or he he would have made the cut. So um, when he changed it, he made the cut. But the, uh, if he actually got the seven, he would have missed the cut. So that's why he did it. He needs to add that to the, uh, to the admission. Yeah, I cheated and I wanted to make the cut. That's why I did that. Let's see. It's unclear what kind of punishment he'll be served. You know it's going to be Terrible. They don't, that that's like cheating or uh, gambling on baseball or in baseball. Like Pete Rose, you know, he was the manager and he's gambling on baseball. And then they like, you know, took away his family. So this guy's screwed. Holy cow. You can't do that. Maureen says all that happened easy with your grades till power school came along and ruined everything. Oh, you're not kidding me. Um, there was a time when my son, Jim, leading up to going into the second semester of his junior year. That's when I figured out I can keep tabs of him. He hadn't done shit, and he wouldn't have graduated if he continued on the path that he did. And then I started looking at it every day. Oh, hey, Mrs. So-and-so says this is due. Don't forget that. He knew that I was looking at it. He, in an instant, like a light switch, uh, did so much better the second he knew that I was watching. That saved his uh, progression through high school. He would not have graduated from high school. Talking about Pete Rose, Kyle writes, yeah, but that's not as bad as um, Jameson Williams from the Lions making bets at the facility, the Lions practice facility. What a shame. Think of the children. Yeah, exactly. It should be a rule that you have to make a bet on yourself, each game. Aram says he would have had to change three numbers. The score on the hole, the front slash back nine subtotal, and the total score. That's right. You are right. Oh my God. They didn't even add that. But how dumb is it that that's how scores are kept in golf? Ridiculous! Yeah, that's the old way of doing things. Okay, your old pal Easy has to go tinkle. If I don't, it's going to be a problem. Sit tight, and I will be back. I'll leave you with this. No, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. All right, everybody, I'm back. I've had ample time to think about the new Christopher Nolan movie, Oppenheimer, after seeing it on Sunday. And after thinking and thinking more, I have decided that that movie is a total piece of shit. I liked it. I thought And then I started to think, it's way too, it's too, I don't know, boring, long, hard to put a finger on it, but it just seemed like a huge waste of fucking time. And I love Christopher Nolan movies, but that was beyond fucked up. And everybody is under the spell of it. I think everybody saw it. I think if you write a review, you got to wait. Mandatory of like a few days before you actually commit to writing your review. But, uh, yeah, it's fucking horrible. Just a, a lot of nothing. Kenny adds, I'd rather see that than Barbie right now, though. Well, um, I don't know, uh, what, what type of humor The Barbie film is, uh, I think it's, uh, aimed at adults. So I think that that's why it's, it's done so well. Uh, I I don't think this is like a child's movie. Uh, so I, I, think that there's a lot of tongue in cheek humor in it. So I think that that's what's, what's driving that. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I know I'm not going to see that. Uh, I'll still go see a Christopher Nolan movie. You know, it's the same thing. Uh, as M. Night Shyamalan. Everybody gives M. Night Shyamalan shit. I love that fucker's movies. I like it, though, when, um, I don't know, something about this film, it just, it wasn't interesting enough of a story. J. Robert Oppenheimer uh, making, being the father of the atomic bomb and the story behind the making of it, um, it just wasn't that fucking interesting it w- there there wasn't enough twists and turns in w- to what actually happened uh in the making of that bomb the only thing interesting about the bomb was the blowing up of the bomb okay the making of the bomb was boring as fuck. And it sure as hell didn't warrant a three hour fucking story to tell me how the bomb was made and all of the other political drama that went on surrounding the bomb. Interesting moments. Sure. Lots of sex. I didn't know that Oppenheimer laid so much fucking pipe. And Killian Murphy, I think, could be a girl. Could be a pretty girl. All right. Uh, Looks like Bruce is going to fall off that bed there any second. Uh, one of the 9-11 riot, not, not 9-11, one of the January 6 rioters was just sentenced, another one of these people. I want to see a documentary about how the Justice Department was able to identify all these people. What steps did they take? Because, like, for example, this is the latest guy who got, um, who got busted. He's circled there. This guy with the flagpole, he's hitting people with the flagpole. Now, if that's the best image of the guy, I want to know the details about how they tracked him down. There have been so many people that have been busted and will continue to be busted. Like, if you're looking at just this snapshot of pictures here, of of this picture, all, all these people, they want all these people busted. Like this asshole here, standing uh, by that arch, and this asshole here. But this dude here with the flagpole, in this image, he's actually beating a cop up. Okay? Um, In fact, here's the cop on the steps getting beaten. The guy who just got busted is the dude in the uh, dark blue circle, this guy right here. And the rest of these ones that are circled, they're also looking for them. They are are bashing this cop's brains in. Peter Stager is the guy who's in trouble. Thank you to... You're not going to believe this. I haven't talked about this yet, but thank you to... for sending me the story. Bleeding Heart Bryant. Brian reached out to me not long ago and he said, Hey, uh, show sounds great. Now that isn't why he left in the first place. We had some kind of falling out and I don't remember what he said, Hey, I'm really sorry that we fought. And I said, I am too. I don't even remember what we were fighting about. So, uh, I was, I was glad to see that message from him and he's been, Uh, sending me story leads since then. So I was very appreciative of him, uh, reaching out to me. Uh, side note, a, uh, former Zaniac reached out to me not that long ago. And, uh, it was someone who had a whole lot of ugliness between, between us, you know, fight. That's what a fight is. And, uh, Brian did a marvelous job because he was like, Hey, I want to say hi. Sorry. We fought. And then I responded appropriately. I'm sorry too. Let's be friends again. And that was it. Now had Brian just sent me a note saying, hello, I have forgiven you. I would not have responded, but Brian was appropriate. And the way he approached me. Hey, man. We fought. Sorry about that. This is kind of silly because I just got done talking about. Uh, don't apologize. But it's true. This is different because this is a personal thing between us. We were in a fight. As opposed to cheating to win a golfing event. Um, so. There you go. But I got a message from a former Zaniac. And he was uh, making a concerted effort on more than one platform. To write, I have, I am here to say that you are forgiven. You have been forgiven. And uh, I did not respond. And in my brain, I was like, oh, hey, I've been forgiven. Cool. And uh, so the, it was a very inappropriate way to, uh, I guess, bring that up. You know, I thought that that was strange. So I did not respond. I don't, uh, I thought that that was very suspicious. Brian, yes. Everything's fine. Very simple process, but uh the former zaniac it's like uh, you're forgetting something and and how it goes with those folks is they have their own opinion of me and I have their an opinion of them, and then we separate it, and then that's it it's over. no big deal uh, uh, but I am a unbelievably forgiving person, and I know. Uh, for sure that I am not without fault never have been I am uh, far from perfect very very flawed individual so when Brian comes to me and says hey man this is stupid let's be friends I'm sorry yeah you're right I don't remember what the fuck we were fighting about I'm sorry too that's how it works Um, Linda says the quote "I have forgiven you." Person is an idiot. Uh, Maureen says Stalkerito friend requested me on Facebook. I'm sure it was accidental.
3: I'm a 50 year old man doing what a 50 year old man
1: should. Uh, young Adams uh, Sh- uh, Schwab says he left before that happened. Wait a minute. No, Tyler says I. F- Thought he left with the former zaniacs. I can't keep track of these fucks. Tyler says no, that was Troy. I think it's all different scenarios. All different scenarios. Um, no, Brian. I don't. Brian. I, I'm. I know he did. He hated the zaniacs. The former zaniacs. He hated those people. Uh, we were in a dispute over something else. I forgot what it was. I think um, he wrote me a very long email or something like that about something. And I forget the details of it, but all I know is it was upsetting. And then that was that, that was the end of the relationship. I don't even care anymore. It doesn't matter. He sends me text message all the time, text messages all the time with stories. Now he's we've turned it around. That's the end of it. Uh, Young Adam Schwab says there was a gathering over the weekend. I don't know what that means. enough but thank you brian i appreciate that more on uh on the story though uh the january 6th rioter who repeatedly struck a cop with a flagpole as the officer was being dragged down the steps of the capitol was sentenced monday to four years in federal prison peter stager a 44 year old truck driver from arkansas was sentenced to 52 months in prison by u.s district judge rudolph Contreras prosecutors were looking for six and a half years in prison citing stager's chilling motivation and the brutality of the assault quote every single one of those capital law enforcement officers quote, comma death is the remedy that is that is the only remedy they get he's referring to them carrying this with them with the uh, ptsd um stager said on video on january 6 according to prosecutors well, no, I, I take it back. If Stager said that, Stager is that Stager calling a shot? I got that wrong. So Stager said every single capital cop, death is the remedy. That is the only remedy they get. So that was that aided the prosecution that this fucking idiot went in there with a premeditated attack in mind. His motivation. However, in court, this pussy sang a different tune. First, he indicated that he thought that the cop was a member of uh, Antifa, even though it said police on his back. Um, what I remember ultimately was the feet. He had hiking boots on. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Staker's attorney said Monday that his client was deeply regretful of his conduct Amanda would just say, I'll let him off. Let's not waste any time on this Capitol rioter. You know, let's move on. Uh, I am urging. This is Amanda. I am. I'm urging. I am urging the State Department and the Justice Department to move on and not put this man in jail and to look for my baby sperm donor daddy. So that he can give me the $15 he owes me in child support. Stager said, I take full responsibility for my actions. I messed up. Stager said that he will continue to back the blue. By the way, back the blue is, a, is another one of those statements. That kind of screams you're a psychopath. It shouldn't, but it does. If I'm like a cop and a dude who looks like this piece of shit says, back to blue, I'm saying, yeah, we don't want you. Steger said he hopes the country can come together and not follow, uh, quote, bad people with bad ideas who think they're leaders. So now Steger is, you know, he's turning On uh, on our boy Trump with that one. I don't believe him. He's just saying that. Uh, Contreras, the judge, said he factored in Steger's horrible upbringing, noting that he had been raised by a prostitute who was addicted to heroin and abandoned her children at a motel. Steger was then subjected to abuse in the foster system, the judge said. If I were a judge, I would never allow that to see the light of day. Yeah, my client was abused. Yeah, whatever. Who isn't? Uh, Contreras, the judge, said that Trump and his allies bear responsibility for what occurred that day. Yeah, don't say that. He gains voters when you say that. I'm starting to think more and more, by the way, that Trump's going to win this fucking thing. Son of a bitch. One of Stager's co-defendants was Logan Barnhart. Logan is a romance novel cover model. He was the one who dragged the cop down the steps. What? Oh, okay. If you're Logan Barnhart and uh, you look at this Stager guy, yeah, man, let's go kick some cops' asses. And uh, uh, the Stager says, yeah, man, i tell you what. Uh, hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a truck driver. What are you doing? Hey, I'm a romance novel cover model. I'm surprised they didn't beat the fuck out of him right there. So the romance novel cover model, Logan Barnhart, he was sentenced to more than three years in federal prison. Holy shit. Can you imagine how many dicks are going to be in that guy's butt? prison for three years and he's a romance novel cover model. I need to get a look at what this dude looks like. Logan Barnhart cover. (laughs) Okay. This is Logan Barnhart. Here he is on the day of the of the big uh, fucking shit, and this is him ripped. Oh, my God. He's getting so much cock right now. Jesus. This dude, every day, wake up a dick and butt. Every day in prison, there's three or four dicks in this guy's butt. Holy shit. Maureen says, I hope they don't have any of his books in the prison library or he's in trouble. I guarantee you. Tyler says he'll be known as throat stab Logan because his throat will be getting poked by tons of dicks. Aram says he would have won the Mr. 10 competition without a doubt. That guy's totally jacked. All right. Where was I? Um, last week, prosecutors unsealed new January six cases against 19 different defendants. More than 1,000 have been charged so far in connection with the attack on the Capitol. And more than 300 were sentenced to time in prison. Earlier on Monday, a husband and wife, Jamie Bouteau and Jennifer Bouteau, who had both appeared in a QAnon documentary pleaded guilty with the husband, admitting that he threw a chair at officers inside the Capitol where it bounced off a wall and struck an officer in the arm. Another defendant, Michael Scott Lockwood admitted that he got into a fight with a cop and then stole his baton. Got me a little souvenir. Lockwood who pleaded guilty Monday had written, had written in a Facebook message. Yeah, I guess a lot of it had to do with social media. People were busted on there because they're so stupid. All right. Um, So no doubt all these people that were there are probably uh, watching QAnon, conspiracy, cult flicks, Sound of Freedom, and awaiting to be arrested. My God. Uh, I think federal prison is supposed to be a little safer than state prisons, Aram says. All right. Thank you, Bleeding Heart Brian, and welcome back. Hire me on Cameo, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hello to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505, an amazing team over there. Getting you into a mortgage that uh, you can afford, whether it's your first, or you've done this many times, or you're getting money out of your home for a uh, home improvement project. Uh, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Anywhere in the U.S., they can help you. Love them so much. I appreciate them, and I appreciate you. Please, when you call on a, uh, call upon my sponsors, please mention my name. If you want to advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast, send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping uh, striking Inbox, eric at ericszaneshow.com. Berlin Raceway has racing this weekend. 14 bucks. You buy those tickets online at BerlinRaceway.com. Saturday at 6.30 is when the races start. Always a great time. Parking free. Kids 15 and under free. Bring in a cooler with all your goodies. No alcohol. No glass. BerlinRaceway.com On the Patreon today, I have to break down... uh, You heard about Cocaine Bear... Based on a true story. Kind of. Whenever they say that in Hollywood, that doesn't mean shit. Cocaine sharks. Not based on a true story. Uh, a local kid toucher in West Michigan. Went to the local amusement park. Water park. And bad things happened. We'll talk about that. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for seven days free. We have a little bit of a wonky week because with me going up north, um, it's not as easy to get uh, all the things done that I normally do. And uh, sometimes I have questionable internet power. So I'm going to put off the usual uh, slate of Ben and Eric and, um, and those types of shows and the Who Are These Zanes shows until next week. But uh, thanks to, let's see. It was uh, Alan Jordan signed up for seven days free. I appreciate that. That's all I'm looking for is people to try it out for seven days free on Patreon. And uh, you can do that once you go to patreon.com slash Erickson. Chris Burleson is back. I appreciate you for signing up. And uh, we continue this hot streak on Patreon. Uh, a, a lot of them have been uh, the freebies. Hello to Nicholas Rowland. Just joined for seven days on Patreon. There's a little um, party horn when you get someone to sign up. And it's a, a huge uh, blast of like uh, the feel-good chemicals in my brain. Dopamine. Whenever I see one of those. I mean somebody got the message. James joined for seven days. Also, uh, Chuck Rood signed up for seven days. I appreciate you. Thank you. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, your asshole of the day today. Hmm. Okay. Immediately coming to mind, Carly Russell and Carly Russell's biggest fan, 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 Amanda. Cheating golfer. That would be Justin Doden. January 6th rioter Peter Stager. Hmm. I think those are your candidates. Hmm. Chris in Maine says, I need to hear uh, any old Joe's crazy kink that's on Patreon. It was gross. Kyle says, Amanda for dictating how laws should be enforced. Yeah, I mean, Carly Russell has already been the asshole of the day many times. I think the big story here is Amanda for all of that bullshit. Hey, look, I know you're looking for a mass murderer, but you got to push that aside because my sperm donor owes me $8 in child support. Amanda is the asshole of the day for stupid hot takes about the law. That's it. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia happens in a little bit. Ryan writes, I had a very hard time figuring out who hosted the show today. I kept hearing Amanda's show opens. Thank you, folks. I appreciate you talking down the road. Bye-bye.